0: You're listening to the Hard Liquor and Hunting Stories Podcast. Proudly brought to you by Bolt Action Coffee, Safari Club International, Calgary Chapter, and Best of Seven Barbers. Production assistance provided by Fighting Spirit Productions. Now, kick back with a cold one, relax, and enjoy our show. Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone. You're listening to the Hard Liquor and Hunting Stories Podcast Podcast. To those of you who are listening, Merry Christmas, Happy Christmas, Happy New Year. This is our last show of 2021. I know, wow, it seems like we literally just started recording in 2021. The on-again, off-again nature of the show has really, really made it feel special. But this episode, we're doing something a little different. Today, I am joined, well, with the man who's behind the magic, Brooke. Brooke, say hi to the audience.
1: Hi, everybody. You may know me as the guy who... Gives the time maybe once or twice per episode, and that's about it.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. He is our technical guru and wizard. But also, Brooke also has to be a fine liquor connoisseur. So today we're doing something no. a little bit different. We uh, we have a collection and a selection of scotches in front of us, and we're going to kind of work our way through them. But it's not without interest, because today we are actually eating the um, the bounty of this year's season. So we have a whole bunch of venison Done as a uh, charcuterie spread in front of us with a whole bunch of um, homemade preserves of, excuse me, the jalapeno habanero variety. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Delicious. it is. I'm not going to lie, it is deadly with everything that's on that spread there. And the fire in my mouth can only put out by one thing, and that is scotch. So what are we drinking today, man?
1: Well, what we got right now is that the, the Dalmore 12-year. That's what we're starting off
0: with. Yeah, this is kind of the baseline. Uh, I only started drinking this this year. I had a friend kind of, uh, I don't want to say expose himself, but he exposed me to this whiskey uh, out on a pheasant shoot and he brought some along. And I, you, you know, and I've seen this bottle kicking around before. I, I honestly can say I've never ever had it before. And he brought yeah. it out, cracked it out. And I think we went through the whole bottle the night before. So we were feeling, I don't know, the morning came soon. And then uh, I've been buying it ever since then. So that's kind of our baseline. And then um, I think, what are we following up with? We got some Glenn Livet 12 here. This is from Brooks Collection. What's the deal with this one, man? That's just
1: another kind of, you know, sub $60 scotch. Most of them are. I've kind of find like I can't really tell the difference. I'm not a connoisseur. (laughs) Uh, I just, I don't know. I'm I'm pretty simple. I like the... um, the not-so-peaty, smoky stuff. I just like the...
0: Yeah, I feel you. Like and I know the Highland this, stuff? This might be sacrilege to some Scotch drinkers. Oh, that, for sure. Yeah, that... Well, you did like the peat. <laughs> uh, sorry, I, I'm not even going to attempt a horrible accent. Or say I'm not a horrible accent, but rather I'm not going to attempt a Scottish accent because, well, I don't want to insult anybody, nor do I want to get punched out next time I go to Scotland. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so the Glen, Actually, I think we had this before, haven't we? Yeah, we've actually
1: had most of these when we were kind of... Uh, producing the episodes and publishing them and editing
0: and everything. Oh, man. And then what was this? We got a unique one right there. What's the one with all that? Uh, this one here? Yeah. This
1: is uh, this is a Japanese Suntory whiskey.
0: Okay. So what's the scoop with that? I mean, I'm pretty sure I've tasted it before, but I can't really recall the whole tale. This one's
1: like, um, I don't know. It's kind of sweet. Like it. it's... Um, it's almost desserty. Like you could eat it after a or drink, it after a meal. Ooh, yeah, it's tasty. Well, we'll maybe we'll try Since that a, one a, a bit towards the end. A
0: digestif. Yeah, as I say, Japanese harmony on there. Oh man, that seems very zen. Wait, is it? I don't. I don't know. They're
1: hard to find, but they're. I. I don't know. Everything's kind of hard to find right now. Maybe it's just a like,
0: like a supply, supply chain issue. Yeah, yeah. Probably. Well, Japan. You know, we're not getting their whiskey until we sort out our potato supply, so yeah. they can have uh, more fries at McDonald's. Um, and then what else we got? This one I'm not even gonna try to pronounce that because I'm gonna say it like Ann cock knock," <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, it's Anock, I think.
0: Yeah, Anock, an-oc. Anock, okay. And an- you know what? If somebody out there knows, just please comment in the uh, in the post. And then what do we got there? I think I see some Glenn Morangi as yeah, well.
1: The original ten year. Oh. That's Ooh. like, that's like the, you know, the, the staple everybody's got in their collection or every bar has in their on their
0: shelf. Yeah, for sure. Like, oh man, I just happened to be in uh, in one of the fine spirit stores here in our home city. Yeah. And uh, I, I took a look at the collector's grade section, which, you know, a lot of liquor stores don't have, which is fine, but I was kind of stunned at some of the prices there. There's like a $10,000 bottle of scotch. And I don't think I could ever trust myself to buy that because I think I would buy it, forget about it, or I would have too many of a different kind of scotch one day, be kind of crushed, and then as a flex, I would bring that out and perhaps be immediately disappointed. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's why anybody buys those. It's it's more of a flex. It's more,
1: I don't know. Does anybody drink it or do you just, it's part of a collection and you just kind of keep it?
0: I think you buy it. Do you buy it as an investment? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I I've never been in the habit of keeping alcohol on hand for prolonged periods of time, unless it's like back when like holiday parties at people's houses were a thing. Yeah. Like God, I I don't know how much pear vodka I have sitting in the back of my liquor cabinet, but who brought that? And it's still there. Like pear vodka, gross.
1: Yeah, there's that's kind of a a trend now, almost, isn't it? It's like uh, you got all these weird flavored vodkas now.
0: Yeah, and I don't ever drink them, and yet I have. A ton of them. So whenever somebody comes over and they're like, oh, what do you got? Uh, yeah. And that's, that's my liquor cabinet. <laughs> yeah, I think someone gave us like a cake, cake vodka. It's horrible. Oh, it's awful. It's gross. I yeah,
1: I don't know why.
0: So is it like birthday cake? Or yeah, is, yeah. Oh, man. So it's like okay for like a little bit of a sip and then.
1: I guess. I feel like, do you even sip that? Like, oh, you, man. Mix it? Like, I, what would you even mix that in? I don't, I don't
0: know. I think there's got to be, like, a drink called, like, a Smurf that calls for it or something weird, you know? Like, I used to have <laughs> this app on my phone, and it was uh, every shot ever, I guess, and you could hit, like, random, and it would just give you a random shot. And there's also one for drinks and stuff. There used to be a zillion of these apps, and, you know, when smartphones are very new and novel, I had it because, like, I don't know, I was still fairly young at the time, and, you know, I wanted to let my, my wings spread, so to speak. So I would go to... um the bar, and I would just hit random, and I'd say, give me four of those, and God, some of the shots I had, and you could save favorites, but also sometimes you'd go through your favorites list or your history list, and you'd be like, I can't believe I ordered that. No wonder my life was lost. (laughs) And and I will say the one downfall of the app, it didn't tell you what you were paying sometimes, so you'd be like, okay, one time you get a cheap shot, another time you're like, oh my God, $12 for a shot. Yeah. Yeah, and it would happen. What do we got here? This This is, I don't know, I'm just looking up different, Kettle One, Cucumber Man. You know what? I've, I've heard Kettle One is good. I uh, I don't really have much experience with it that I know of. Yeah, I'm not much of a, a but vodka Best That's drinking. for Bloody Mary. Ooh, you know what? Habanero. That, that, uh, yeah, the Habanero vodka. Man, that would go really good in Caesars. Yeah. Yeah, that would be terrific. Got that, a lot of citrus. Well, okay, grapefruit. Lemon, almond, grapefruit.
1: Blood orange. I think I did. Somebody, somebody was telling me they got like a, what is it, like a, a pickle? Uh, flavored vodka. Oh, you put that
0: in Caesar's. I think I have had that, man. I think I have. I'm trying to remember where. Okay, well, yeah. So that's the vodka. Oh, Saint George. Anyway.
1: Oh, and then wait, we got another. Cucumber. Oh no,
0: we got another Glen here. Yeah, so, so that's that's
1: that's the more expensive one that I don't really like. Remember, I think we were we were dr- we drank this last time, and it's got it's weird aftertaste.
0: So too. it's matured in American oak bourbon casks. Okay, I'm partial to more kind of the sherry cask, like the McAllen sherry cask. Yeah. Yeah, like, oof, man, I was going through that. You know what? This is the thing that happens with me with scotch. Somebody gives me a new bottle that I've never had before. I go into the deep end, and then that's all I'll drink for a very long time. And that—that's exactly what happened with the uh, the Macallan <laughs> sherry cask and the the Balvenie too. Yeah, that, the Caribbean cask. Yeah, like yeah, the rum Ooh. cask. That one was yeah, it was really good. It was quite good, man. Yeah, Belvini for a long time was kind of my uh, I don't know my baseline. Gosh, I guess I don't know. Like I go to a tasting, and if they had Belvini, I'd line that up so I could kind of compare it to what I liked. Yeah. So and then Dalmore's kind of become the new one for me. I was at that that whiskey bar downtown. I think we talked about this offline a few times, called Buchanan's. And yeah, man, they have more Scotch than I've you know that I even know what to do with. But you go and you got to kind of try try It's nice to just get like a little dram before you know before you go out and dive into a bottle. But sometimes you got yeah. to just take the risk. Yeah, some places like um, here in Calgary,
1: um, who does it? Kensington Wine Market, I think they do. They'll do like every month or something. They'll do like a scotch tasting or they'll do like a bourbon or Ooh. rye whiskey. I don't know. I've never been, but I know it's something they do. I just, I can't bring myself to, to do it yet. Yeah, like I know what I like and I just kind of stick to that. And I sadly don't really branch out like you, I should.
0: Yeah. When, uh, my wife and I were in Scotland, so we're in Edinburgh and there's all these different whiskey rooms you can go to. So we went to yeah. one and, um, Oh, like, this is the time. I'm going to gain an appreciation for scotch. So we get just like a whole group of flights of scotch, starting from like more to less, peaty, And she like tapped out after two drams, and I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> There's a lot of cobblestones. I don't walk so well on the slight gradual incline that is the tourist section in Edinburgh. And that was that was a treat for me. But like I remember what I would do is I'm like, okay, well, I'll start with the Petey or Scotch because like it's not yeah. really my style. Some folks really like it. It's just, you know, and it's just not for me. But it, what it did is yeah. – I guess I was drinking it wrong. They tell you to start from less and go to more cuz it just like ruined my palate so everything was yeah, just everything days smoky Yeah, was everything that, was yeah. just smoky and then my wife was saying how my breath smelled like campfire all day long. I don't remember her saying that, but if you saw the amount of scotch I drank, you'd probably understand why. And then wait, we got some bourbon here as well. Like uh, I would have brought some Canadian rye whiskey, but you know what? I've I got kind of I've got, got one in know. the
1: I've got one in the cover we can break.
0: Ooh. It. It's the
1: there JP Wiser red letter.
0: Oh, uh-huh. I you know what? I do know that one. That one is really good. Yeah. Oh man, so this is wild turkey and you know, I always love wild turkey around the holidays and I'll say why because it gets uh his cousin Eddie drops it. In uh in Christmas vacation there. I got yeah. the daughter being cured in the clinic getting cured off wild turkey. <laughs> and I remember as a kid I I had no clue what the hell he was talking about. And I was like, yeah. Did she get bit by a turkey? <laughs> like, like, I was so lost.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's funny watching like all the shows you liked as a kid and then realizing what they were actually talking about. No, yeah, yeah. I can't I can't
0: do home alone yeah. at all. And yeah. like I remember seeing in theaters more than once. Because I guess it was just that big of a phenomenon. Now I'm just like, okay, I can watch it once, and that's it. That's it. Because like I don't know, yeah. it's just the scene, like the paint cans to the face, that still makes me laugh. <laughs> 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 and like all the stuff that happens to Marv in the basement, like the re- the iron of the face and everything. Yeah. And then the second one where he's chucking bricks in the tool case. Oh my god. What? I've I've uh
1: my my one year old. uh He discovered uh i think the first christmas movie we put on this year was elf like the one with will ferrell oh man I, and uh, he loved it and he, we've probably like he every day asks to watch it now oh man and i'm still so, and we've watched it probably 30 times oh man so. i'm so bummed out for you dude like, <laughs> i hate that movie, dude okay so
0: yeah i i dropped that the other day that i do not like the movie elf and it like people got upset with me like like i just can't do it because will ferrell you know i I don't hate the guy, but a lot of his movies, he's just like nails on a chalkboard to me. And Elf is one of them where he's just so over the top, childish, ridiculous, silly. And I get that's the point. That's, of the movie that's what he's yeah. supposed to be. Yeah. But it's just a little too much. It's so over the top. And I'm just like, ah. yeah, Uh but it's some people's it's become a classic for a lot of families. My family, it was always Christmas vacation. Yeah, that's what we always watch. And Muppet Christmas Carol, which I also watched. And that still holds up. Like oh my god the Muppets they're just so perfectly absurd and ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. There's there's not many that that really stuck. Like I know yeah Home Alone was one I watched as a kid, but uh, just I can't do it anymore. Yeah, so I've just watched too many times. Are you are you one of the the people that that considers Die Hard a Christmas movie? Oh like, do you yeah. Want yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I watch we watch Die Hard probably maybe two or three times.
1: Yeah, yeah, I've watched it once this year. Yeah, it's every year I'll I'll, I'll watch just just the first one though.
0: Yeah, yeah, what, yeah. What other one? Like, yeah. like, I I'm trying to remember: "Live Free or Die Hard." Yeah. it's a good day to die hard. And then like I don't know, they all have such stellar names. <laughs> <laughs> die Hard, and then there's Die Harder. Yeah, right. Like God, man, these are such metal names. <laughs> <laughs> and then I watch White Christmas on Christmas Day every year. Kind of a classic for all the yeah, and yeah. gentlemen out there, yeah. And then, um, I don't know, it's like a film you can just have on in the background. It's just like having a stage play going on, really, to be honest. Yeah, that's pretty much every every Christmas movie, just
1: on in the background while you're doing something else. Yeah,
0: yeah, and it's fine because it's just these, just Bing Crosby and what's his name, Danny King just yeah. singing all the classics with, I don't know, them chasing <laughs> women in between, like, okay. Yeah, okay, I get this, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so you got, the, you got the ice cube in your... Uh your yeah. Is that, is that your preferred? I'm always a rock on the rocks guy. Yeah. Like I can do straight up as well, but like, I don't know what it is. Cause like, I remember being in Scotland and you go there and if you drink it straight, like they look at you kind of funny. And, uh, I always thought like, well, well, like, isn't that you, you guys don't want the product adulterated, right? They're like, Oh no, 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 no. You like this. So they tell you to put like a few drops of water and yeah, yeah, like freshen that. it up. Yeah, and everything. I like the ice because I don't know, it just cools a little bit, and as it just slightly melts, you gotta, you know, forces you. It keeps pace, I guess. But I don't know about you, but my, my Delmore is. Uh, yeah, I'm is a, done, I'm ready man. for the
1: next. What so are
0: what are you thinking, man? Because like I know this is your uh, your holiday pile here. So right, we've had the do, Delmore.
1: Let's do. Let's go with. Okay, let's let's do the Glen
0: 10-year. Okay. okay, so should we be pretentious and try to see if we can name any tasting notes? So why don't you and I try to guess what the tasting <laughs> notes are and then look up what they are? Because I think that would actually be quite hilarious.
1: Does it say on the... I think some say on the bottle, but some don't. Yeah, I think this one... Oh, yeah, this one does. Okay. Oh, okay. I'm look it.
0: Oh, okay, cool. Okay. Well, wait, do we see... You've seen it. I have right. not. Do I see if I have the nose for whiskey?
1: All right, give it a try, man.
0: Okay, all right. I'm going to do the swish. Let a little bit of that moisture... Take control. I'm I'm aggressively just kind of finger-banging my glass right now. (laughs) All right. I don't know if anybody can hear that, but it's swirling. Okay, let's give it a go here. Oh, man. Okay, so this is one of the newer tasting notes that I've been using a lot. Banana. Is banana on there? Is banana one of the notes? No, sir, it is not. No, banana. Okay, what about polished leather? I'm just going to be guessing from (laughs) now on
1: polished leather
0: polished leather is one that comes up a lot another one's like tobacco like um Dalmore makes one that I think actually is called tobacco and you know I kind of I kind of miss when you could smoke in bars because like you used to be able to go to this place and smoke cigars so you could have a cigar and whiskey pairing and that's funny yeah yeah like, all that
1: like yeah I remember when I was younger and you could smoke in bars but I don't think I remember anybody ever smoking a cigar in a bar
0: well, like you like go ever. To, you go downtown to like the greasy country bars, right? And there'd be like the odd guy smoking like the garbage vending machine one. Oh, yeah. what were those called? Like the, the, the like the, the, the cat blacks or the cigarellos? The cigarellos, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. And there'd always be some guy trying to act tough, having like I don't know some grape flavored, yeah, I don't know birthday cake cigar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Dude, that is really good though. That clan.
1: Yeah, there's not like
0: it's again. It's, like, I, I don't, it's easy. I know it says it doesn't say banana on it, but have a sip and think banana. Like it's. I think you can do that with like if you almost think any it, of them. Can, yeah, yeah. It's this weird kind of mind game, and I don't know. It's uh, it's kind of the puzzle that comes with scotch. Are you getting that or is that just me losing my mind?
1: Nah, it's you losing your mind. But that's. All oh, right. okay. Well, I do <laughs> I do have
0: mine on the rocks with a little bit of uh, a little bit of H2O in there, so yeah, that could be it. That so could be okay. The difference.
1: So what it actually says? Let's see. Uh. Glenn Moran's original balances honeyed sweetness with notes of citrus, almonds, and creamy vanilla. Oh, man. For I got all those. Rounded complexity. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: enticing smoothness. Yeah. You know what? It is quite smooth. And I'm not going to lie. As you mentioned all those, I'm just kind of doing the not like, oh, yeah, I could totally see that. Yeah, I, I have know, no I could totally idea. See that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like I would, cause, I don't know, I've been to scotch tastings before where there's some... Uh, I I don't know. Or there's somebody I don't know. They may be more knowledgeable than me than I am about scotch. I'm not super knowledgeable. I just know what I like. That's that's yeah. it. I yeah. know what I like. We uh, should
1: yeah. We should do the thing. Like one of these days, we'll do the thing where we get like a really cheap one and a really expensive one. Ooh, blind taste test. tasting to- and like see if we can actually tell the difference. Because I doubt I doubt we could. Yeah, it'd be luck.
0: I don't know. I've got kind of gifted some really horrible scotches before though. Like one year, I got this stuff called Big Smoke. And I don't know, dude. It looked like it was like a gas station scotch. Like Uh, I don't know.
1: I've got I've got one called in my cabinet called like Smokehead.
0: Oh, I I haven't
1: dared even try. Oh man, can
0: we can we bring up Old Smoke? Like I just want to see like what it's rated because I don't even know. Like it could be fancy. I don't know. It was a gift. I didn't really pay too much attention to it. And usually, usually it doesn't last super long. It might be when I when I. When I look it up, it brings me to the smokehead, smoke yeah, And that's what I have. Is it? Here, I'll bring it no, up. the stuff I had was called old smoke, dude. Okay. Yeah. That smokehead looks like it's got a cool bottle. Oh man. I don't even see it anywhere on the internets. It was so bad. They, they discontinued it. They got apparently ridden. man. Yeah. Like I don't even know what it was. Was it just a batch that got left on the see vulvar?
1: this, this, uh, art bag. I remember like you'll always, if you look up the best scotches, like art bag always makes its way in there. and, and, I uh, I tried it. I was at, I think it was at Open Range, actually. Oh, okay. Gearbody's, oh, God, um, I
0: missed that place. Fuck.
1: And I was like, and they had, you know, scotch selection. I'm like, all right, I'm going to try Ardbeg. It's so smoky. Like, it's so peaty.
0: It's just overpowering. It's, man. It's, <laughs> Is it good, though, for a peaty scotch? I, I don't know. I just, I don't like peaty scotch. It, yeah, it can overpower a lot of stuff, right? And, yeah. like, I, I don't know. I just kind of think of it as, like, um, you, you know, I might get a lot of hate for saying this, but like a lot of IPAs, I don't mind IPAs. But when an IPA is just so over the top, hoppy, yeah, like it just it just nukes all the flavors in there. And when you read about why IPA was made that way, it was to kind of hide a lot of the imperfections and grossness on its way to India. So I'm just like, oh, okay. So you like a super one? It means there's lots of garbage flavors in there they're trying to cover up. Is <laughs> am I? Oh, hey. like and I've had and I enjoy IPA, but there's some that are just too too much. Yeah,
1: I like the odd IPA, but I'm still, like, especially in the summer, like, just give me a lager. I, yeah. I don't, I, I, don't like, I don't need anything to...
0: Yeah, well, especially here in Canada, we have so many good lagers. Like, shit, I just started getting into yeah. Moosehead fairly recently. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, jeez, like, why wasn't I drinking this stuff way earlier? Like, oh. like, I know it's so quintessentially Canadian, but for years, I don't know. I think you only saw a Molson Canadian commercial, and God, I can't... That was it. my first, yeah, like, when you turn
1: 18... Uh, I want beer. It's like all like. Their marketing was was, was good, right? Because that yeah. was the first one you think of, and that's what I started drinking at first. Cause it's yeah, like, it's that's the all only beer. I you
0: know. yeah. And I remember like working in liquor stores or like working at a bar or something. Like, can I, can I see your ID? Because <laughs> <laughs> anybody who ordered that should not have, yeah. Perhaps yeah. not old enough to be in there. But like, it was like a whole branding <laughs> campaign. Like, yeah. Like they had shirts and shit. Everybody was going around with those stupid stickers on their car. Oh, it's everywhere. Yeah, it was yeah. all. So it's like when you,
1: oh, I want beer. I don't know. Yeah, Canadian, I guess. Like yeah, I,
0: yeah, yeah. Like I can't. Well, you know what? The last time I drank one, it was, um, it was on an insane special. It was like a dollar ninety nine for a pint at a BPS, and Boston Pizza. For anybody who, yeah, visit. yeah. And BPS always is good liquor price. This is not an ad for them. This is just if you're looking for some place to go that has cheap booze. But anyway, yeah. So I went dollar ninety nine. I'm like, okay, fine. And then, like, but Bud Light was also on for a dollar ninety nine. Both bad choices. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I had to consistently make sure they were terrible.
1: What's your What's your go to cheap dirty logger
0: now that you like can- cheap dirty logger? Oh man, Lucky, <laughs> Old Mill. You know what I like Old Mill. Yeah. Uh, you know what, dude, I like Moosehead. Moosehead is always at my corner liquor store. So Are they
1: cheap? Like, I don't. I don't I, think they're that cheap though these days. You know
0: what? I don't know. It's reasonable. I think people I, caught on to
1: them now, and they're like, oh, we can.
0: Yeah, I don't remember paying a whole lot for it. Like I don't know, but like oh man, I can't remember the last time I bought. You know what? I, I probably quite a bit of coconut. Yeah. Because yeah, like yeah. you can put coconut out in your in your cooler at like a summer barbecue, and it's always people are always going to just have it and enjoy it. Pilsner. Yeah. Oh, I like pilsner. I had a couple pilsners earlier today. I was at a meeting, kind of like kind of like yeah. a chow meeting. Yeah, and it was pilsner was on special for like I don't know two ninety nine for a bottle.
1: Yeah, that was my go-to like in my
0: 20s. I like Pilsners, though. I I don't know. I'm genetically predisposed to enjoy Pilsner. But yeah, yeah, I like Pilsners. I like a lot of heavy beers, too, though. Like I like a lot of Hefeweizens and stuff like that, too. Only in winter, though. You can't drink that shit in summer. It's just really. (laughs) You know, it's just like the seasonal seasonal beers, right? Like, shit, we had intended to actually do a brew for the show. Um, But just the way restrictions were, and then Jeff and I... F.A. there. We never got around to it. <laughs> we were going to do like a winter ale for the show. I've never. Yeah. That's
1: one thing I've never done is like brew a beer or a cider even. For sure. Oh, man. We made. You were there for our cider
0: special this year, though. Uh, you? You,
1: well, I didn't stick around when you actually made the cider. Oh, I think, I, I think I, we did the podcast and I had to run because I had the
0: to uh, guy. Did I give you any? Mm. I don't remember. Oh, man. Well, you even if you had it or didn't have it, you may not remember because it's quite potent. <laughs> like my wife, she used to bring it to like staff parties and stuff like that. And people were like, can, does Mark make this? Can we, can we buy this? And I'm like, whoa, 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 hold on. Like it's not it's not that great. Although I remember one Thanksgiving, I brought a whole grip of it. Um, I brought like a gallon jug that I had. Yeah. And I I just put it out for a dating family. They're like what's this? And everybody's always a little hesitant. Like, oh, Mark made it. Oh, no, oh, no. And then finally like her cousin who's like, Pretty good, pretty good spirit. She's like, okay, I'll give it a go, and she sent it because it tasted like apple pie that year. It was like a light carbonated apple pie. Nice. And before I know it, the whole family's drinking it, and then with like half an hour, people are like slurring their words; they're all over the place, just lost. And I'm like, Yeah, yeah, how can you? How can you tell how potent? So you have, um, I think it's called a hydrometer. Like, uh, yeah, just bring it up right now. Like, so I bought one of these, and what you do is you, um, you check the buoyancy, like when you after you make the mash. So that's like when you boil everything up. So yeah, yeah, that's the device right there. So you use the hydrometer, and what you do is you put it in, like, you have this giant like kind of test tube, excuse me, that comes with it. So you float it in there, and it gives you a, a little marker. So you record that, and then you take a sample later on and i can't remember the equation offhand because i'm not gonna lie i'm the most amateur fly by the seat of my pants home brewer or home vintner like um i like me and my buddy Hefe who who makes it with me we never write down anything we do we just kind of know what we know the process we know what we like there's certain things you can't really kind of like like sanitation you can't you can't cut corners on uh there's a couple of green like i think this year we forgot some vanilla extract we forgot some cloves um we use perhaps as much brown sugar as we like, but yeah, that's the item. And then now, uh, one year when we were making it, because because Brooke, you know how these homemade. Things tend to go when uh, when the boys are together. <laughs> it's usually kind of a sloppy process. So I actually broke it one year. So I, uh, I got to get a new one. So this Whoa, year I'm that's, in that's a bit, yeah. It's, yeah, it's this long, tall thing. And the one I had came with this tube so you could fill it up and then just, just use that. Yeah. Yeah, but when I fractured, oh, man, I was pissed. <laughs> so, yeah, like he's, he's got like a, a graduated cylinder that kind of goes with it. Yeah. I think it's a graduated cylinder, right? Sure. You know, I don't know. I don't teach chemistry. I don't know anything about chemistry, so.
1: Uh, uh, it's $19 on Amazon.
0: You can oh. find them apparently. So Yeah, you know what? They're everywhere. They're everywhere. It's just a matter of time of me going to pick it up. And I think that's the same year one time we had uh, one of our carboys crack randomly. So that was also kind of put us in a bit of a pickle. But then like my wife bought a whole bunch of stuff off Facebook Marketplace. So like, dude, I have so much brew gear now. And a lot of times, like I hate to say it goes, um, yeah, oh, that's that's a, that's a nice uh, <laughs> carboy bomb. <laughs> that's a really what funny thing. That? So that's the airlock. So you fill it full of water. So it holds it, so it bubbles out the top, but air doesn't go into it. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Yeah, and I remember one year, so when I was in university, I did this. uh, We had to read this book, and it was all about brewing in uh, colonial Chesapeake, right? Because people didn't realize, you know, back in the day, you can't just drink water. Yeah. Can't go to the store and get Gatorade. So brewing beer was like how you got most of your safe to drink fluids. And um, but anyway, the book that we were reading, um, it actually had all the traditional recipes that they made in the era. So I made I made the original recipe one year and it was actually oh man it was different for sure and I meant to give a bottle to my professor who had recommended the book but yeah. I it didn't last in time I like came home and it was all gone <laughs> But Joe if you're listening I'll, uh, I'll I'll find you and I'll give you a bottle one of these days cuz I will remake another one like yeah, like homebrewing, like, God, like, I don't know. It's like, it's like anything, though. You know, you get into it and it's new. There's kind of these guardians of it, and they're acting like they have this occult secret knowledge that they don't want to share with you. You ask a question and they make you feel like an idiot, and I'm like, oh, my God. And, then, you know, they're not yeah. all like that. Like, you'll run into lots of 100% helpful people. <laughs> I think, yeah, every every kind of hobby has has both sides of the
1: same coin. There's like the the gatekeeper. Yeah, there's the gatekeepers. But then I it seems like most people, like, if you're, if, if you're into it, they'll, the, you know, most people will want to help you, and they'll.
0: Yeah, yeah, because like, I had friends who did it. Because I remember it was something I never thought I would do, and then they were doing it, and a bunch of my friends, they were all engineers, so like just super math whizzes. and yeah. They, they kind of um, DIY'd a lot of their kit that they were using, and man, they made some pretty good, pretty good stuff. And I was just like, oh shit, I could do that. Come on, why not? Like, how how hard is it to get my skin in the game? Yeah. So I did, and like now I don't know. I've been I've been home venting seasonal cider for probably like ten years. So like that's you know it's pretty quick, and like the main driver for it was I had an apple tree in my yard. My new house doesn't have yeah. an apple tree because my wife won't let me have one. But like <laughs> but like luckily my friend you know his he moved and they had an apple tree and he didn't know what to do with all his apples and yeah yeah so I I had an unfulfilled need.
1: For <laughs> it's pretty common in in. Calgary anyway, like everybody, at least,
0: you know, somebody, we've got like a crab apple tree in Oh, deadly. Yep. Yeah. I remember my grandparents had a crab apple tree, like these doing pies. We've and got a cherry there. tree. Oh, uh, nice. I, I
1: think it's the same tree that like, Hefe. Uh,
0: yeah. The choke cherries. I th- I'm pretty sure it's yeah. The same. So that's what's in this year's batch. So this year's batch is a lot more choke cherries than we typically added. Like last year was yeah. the first time we added cherry, but it wasn't really, you didn't yeah. really notice it. like. I don't know, I, I cracked one bottle perhaps a little too early and it kind of had this bitter flavor to it. And then every time after that, oh man, this been great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I still got some bottles that, you, you know, uh, they probably need to get drank by February, March. Well, I'll, I'll help you. Okay, cool, yeah. You know what, I didn't even think to bring it today, but you know what, that's content for another day. <laughs> or we can make another batch. Ooh, you know what, uh, spring, fall, harvest, fall. Well, oh, there's always another batch. Yeah. There's always another It'll batch. It'll be next year, but. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Man, I'm really like dude, this Glen Marengi 10. So we
1: should almost try uh let's try the other one next. So the like this. Yeah, the back to back. So
0: the ten versus the fifteen. Like
1: the ten was like fifty five dollars on sale. So it is a blue and this, label. And this is like a hundred and forty dollar bottle.
0: Oh uh, man. No pressure the, on the like Cadbull Estate uh fifteen years. Wait, can can we bring it? What does Bull estate look like? So I'm reading this book right now. It's called The Hunting Potty. And it's um oh, what's the author's name? It's Lucy something, or rather, you know, I may have to put a pin in that. But anyway, so it's a book about um, this group of friends, and they go out to uh, Highland Hunting Estate yeah. for the exact time of year it is right now. So I bought this book at the grocery store. I saw it. I just looked at it, and they're like, "Oh, they they kind of uh, some of the returns." Like I googled the book, but like it was on sale for nothing. So of course I bought it. And it's supposed to be kind of like Gonzo journalism, very Hunter S. Thompson-esque, and I was like, right. "Oh, very cool. Like, why not? I'll give this. look at gonna It's a murder mystery. He doesn't like a murder mystery." So I bought the book and, um, where am I going with this? <laughs> okay. So anyway, Catball Estate, and it's on this imaginary estate, a Google and everything. Um, so it was the number 13, according to,
1: uh, whiskeyadvocate.com. According to them, it was the number 13, you know, of the top 20 whiskeys of 2020. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It was recommended to me. I just went into a liquor store and, and was chatting with one of the guys. It's like, yeah, I'll try this. It's it's really good. And I don't mm-hmm. know. It's not. I'm not a big fan. I actually like the, the 10 year just original better than this one. But
0: you know, what? that's the thing with a lot of scotches. Like I love scotch, but like it's the price point on some of them that'll kill me. Because like, yeah, we've got so much good rye whiskey here in Alberta that is just so smooth, so smooth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know, not gin smooth, but like. <laughs> <laughs> It's uh like like Alberta Premium like man, it looks kind of janky. I, I feel like they need kind of an image overhaul for that. Like uh,
1: Premium, let's 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 bring it
0: up. Yeah, because like it's scored really well, and like it's made here locally. And uh, oh man, like that stuff is just it's so good. Like the price point, is tough to beat. Well, like 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 you know, it's not the greatest bottle, the greatest logo. And I understand like Canadian whiskey, you want that textured bottle, right? In that premium cast strength, have you ever had any of that? Yeah, the World Whiskey. The premium cast strength—that's the stuff that's like um, world's best whiskey of the year 2021. Yeah, but opinions are divided. Ooh. Yeah, that's the cast strength, man. That's the cast strength, and uh, who's it? Hot toddy. He's he. I think he had a grip of it, but I don't do that. Rupert's rye,
1: 65% alcohol.
0: Yeah, Holy but it's the fuck. same. It's the same bottle, but like you know what the label is. You know, it just looks nicer.
1: <laughs> man, that is I. How is that even good? Apparently At 65%
0: alcohol. Apparently it's awesome.
1: Ameri- uh, yeah, maybe I'm just yeah. I guess uh, I'll have to try it.
0: Apparently I don't. it's awesome. Like uh, you know, and I've been on the lookout for it for a while. So if anybody listening to the show has a bottle or just wants to be on the show and share a couple of sips, we are listening. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm intrigued now. I uh, I would I would give it a try. But, but Alberta yeah. Premium
0: does like pretty well anyway. But you know, they just need they just need labor a labor overhaul.
1: Calgary made whiskey. Yeah, yeah. I so where yeah, I don't know. I it seems like these um, like like brew pubs and and these distilleries have been popping up a lot lately. Like it's well,
0: they, a, these guys have been around for a while though, Alberta yeah. distillers. But like, I don't know if it's just my brain or. Well, they, I or guess whatever. they have like, to
1: be. You have to age this stuff for a while. Like, yeah, because hard to.
0: I don't remember seeing a lot of Alberta premium back in the day. No, I. And now I don't it's kind of it. now it's kind of uh, ever present. But man, like the price point, it's pretty good. It's easy to drink, and. Uh, you know, you know, we're in no way sponsored by these people, but if anyone is listening, we will totally, <laughs> we'll, we'll totally accept anything. I'll <laughs> we'll accept a t-shirt, man. I will give all the shouts I do. But you know, and I quite like it for uh, <laughs> somebody sent orders of Canada all around. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna lie, give them, give them the Alberta Medal of Merit or whatever the hell it's called. But yeah, so, I, it's, I, so it's hard to find right now. The cast ranks quite hard because um, remember a couple of years ago when Crown Royal Northern Harvest. Was yeah. was was making the rounds, like it won that big award. Yeah. And then so they yeah. made way more of it so you could get it. It was good, but like it had a, like it had quite a bit more bite to it. Yeah. Then uh like, like so me, like I liked it, but it was a little more hard, like it had a little bit of a harsher finish to it. Um but you know what? I'm not sure what the scoring criteria is, right? Like you know, with a lot of these things, right? Like I don't know what the criteria is. What I like might not be what the well, scoring criteria well, is for.
1: Can we is that something we can look up? Like how how do people judge a whiskey like what is the yeah
0: how do they score whiskey right like i'm, I'm very concerned oh you put an ey there oh man oh man you gotta you gotta drop the e add y <laughs> how
1: to score whiskey
0: yeah you know it's one of the things i don't i, I can't say i really i really know for sure you know what? i wish they just had a flow chart yeah that, i'm a, not reading this is yeah a, that is that novel. is paragraphs and paragraphs okay wait there's scores here what do scores mean Okay, so if you score between 98 and 100 it is Booze Nirvana or Nirvana if you're pretentious. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, you remember back in the day. Have you heard the new Nirvana album? Like, oh god. It's okay, like let's try it let's, let's try something else. Here. Modern Thirst's Modern Thirst scoring system. Modern Thirst. wow. okay, we're sure this is a whiskey page. Yeah, here. no, this doesn't look. Okay, wait. It, it looked like it had the categories though, appearance. Was it appearance? Okay, here I'll bring it. Oh, okay. no, that's not it. Okay. No, so there's like appearance. Okay, appearance, cool. It's going to be like taste, finish. Oh, it just is appearance is 15 points. Nose. Yeah. Palette, finish. Yeah, you know what? Okay. Finish. I'll,
1: yeah, that's what I'm kind of glad that's on there because that's what this, this this Cad Bull Estate one. The finish is what I don't like. Everything
0: else is amazing,
1: but the finish it just has this weird aftertaste and then it's all you can taste.
0: Yeah, I think we were sipping this before. We were, and uh, I was like, "Man, what is that?" And then I grabbed the bottle, and I think it might be the American white oak that it's in. Like,
1: yeah, there was some, and like it almost tasted like it was a familiar taste, like it was almost like a spice or something that. But it might be that that oak. I don't know, like because wood is like a common thing they list as like one of the profile flavor profiles or whatever. Yeah,
0: oaky depths. Maybe, but, on the but I think too. Like uh, I don't know, is Cana- like Canadian palate. Like, I don't know. Maybe we're just not. Uh, I, maybe we're, we're just not. Maybe we're just unaccustomed to it. Probably not. I like. Yeah, we're. I'm. I'm you and I, really I, don't know what I'm. Do- I don't know what I'm doing or talking about.
1: Like I I, I, I know what I like, and that's about it.
0: Yeah, but you and I are very much rye and like
1: I don't know Scotch guys. But maybe one of the things is like how how intense is the flavor, or like you know, is, is there a lot of flavor, and maybe that's like there is there's a lot of flavor in it but I just don't like the flavor but maybe you know to- I can see
0: if you got right into it and that was like your hobby like I don't know what um, I don't know what the equivalent of what the hell are they called when it comes to wine I've had enough scotch right now my brain is kind of like, my memory is leaving me because I got uh, a um, sommelier sommelier yes yeah. yeah, so what is a sommelier for scotch called I'm sure like they get to a point where like another like run-of-the-mill whiskey might taste bland right Uh, Like like a really smooth whiskey? Sommelier. Oh, I I did not spell that. Sommelier. Uh, What is a whiskey sommelier? There it is. Yeah, I see it now. (laughs) 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 What do they call them? In short, a whiskey sommelier. Oh, they actually call them whiskey sommeliers?
1: It's a term made up by some marketing folks in Texas.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, there's an E in there. It's whiskey. Oh, but wait, the E is in in, uh, parentheses. Yeah, I don't know what... Oh, man. No, I don't think this is. The Whiskey
1: Sommelier Medallion. The Council of Whiskey Masters.
0: Okay, yeah. You know, it's got to be something that. But, like, I don't, I don't know. I don't think there's a similar thing for rye whiskey. I can't imagine there is, no? Maybe. Well, like, it's all a whiskey, right? Well, like, the guy on a, this.
1: Bourbon, rye, scotch.
0: Yeah, well, the all... uh, there's, yeah, yeah. Because bourbon, like. So the guy, how to drink, the the YouTube guy. So he's got a really good exploration of uh, of rye whiskeys and, like, why it's so popular. and Just because the crop, like, rye grows so well in northern climates, right? Right. Yeah, and it kind of, you know, the whole liquor industry in Canada, especially, like, the rye whiskey industry sprung up because of this crop was just ever-present. And also because, well, Prohibition, south of the border, lasted quite a bit longer than it did here. So, like, yeah. I think Canadian Club what, was founded, like, oh, shit, I think it might be Windsor. It was just right on the border, you know, right next to Detroit. So right. it was ideal to set up a distillery there just to sell Canadian Club. Yeah. And you know what? God, I kind of rediscovered Canadian Club this year. I don't know why, because I was at a liquor store. It was all they had. They've been cleaned out. So I had it, and I I remember being in like um like having it and enjoying it. You know, it had kind of a little bit of a spicier finish for sure. Been a long time since I drank it, but then I you know I put it on the rocks and that kind of that kind of eases the finish off a little bit. I don't know if that's just me or if that's just um the the way you do it, but anyway, like I remember drinking Canadian Club in weird places, man. Like you could always get it. There was two rye whiskeys yeah. you could get. Um, I remember that was be- the
1: first whiskey I probably ever had was Canadian Club because it's so easy to get here. Like it's everywhere, and it's yeah. not it's not expensive.
0: No, it's affordable. But, it's a reasonable one. It's not it's not like uh it's not plastic bottle, it, you know. It's no medallion rye, and the uh it's not R and R yeah yeah but like <laughs> r&r yeah i've got some so i remember being in dubai and you could get r&r yeah. and it was expensive. but then crown royal is even more expensive r&r, R&R is horrible oh, <laughs> oh <fuck. laughs> well i don't know dude we might receive some hate mail it
1: just well no it's i think it's it's not like it's i just have bad memories or 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 gaps in my memory because of r&r
0: you know what i think it's just so accessible i think a lot of canadians kind of get into it because like uh yeah. I, I don't know um uh, you can bring out your cola. That's <laughs> what it was. Yeah, and you can dump a bunch in with your buddies. You get a bottle for eighteen bucks between the three of you. Every house
1: party I went to in high school was somebody did, had a R. And, and, hey, you got
0: the cool sticker. house. do people know you drank it? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So Canadian Club, man, like it was expensive, and it's a it's considered a premium in uh, in some places. Yeah. Yeah, like you, you know, it, it's it's fine. It does the trick. Um, Crown Royal, I quite like. Crown Royal's got, like, the cool history. I was here to commemorate a trip before the First World War. It was uh, Royal Highness, Right. Right? You know, it's Crown Royal. You know, the cool purple bag. Everybody knows that. Purple, the color of royalty. Oh, man. And, like, it's good. But I can't remember the last time I bought a bottle, to be honest. I think the last time I bought a bottle was Northern Harvest. Or one time somebody got me a bottle of the maple, and I just drank it straight until I puked all over myself. (laughs) (laughs) I (laughs) have uh, some of that. I put it in coffee. That's the only, like... It's a little like too sweet. Like it's, it's like drinking yeah. pancake syrup. Yeah, that's the okay. only way
1: I could I could enjoy it was just putting it in coffee.
0: Shit, do we start like do we just like heat it up in a pan and you know you know just to like make <laughs> it thicken a little bit and then just get crushed off breakfast?
1: <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. It. It's like it's one of those things. Like I've had the same bottle. I still have it. I've probably had it for five years. Like, cause cause crown,
0: yeah, oh, sorry. Carry on.
1: Well, it's just it's hard to find it. I I can't put it in a drink.
0: I think you might be able to put it in like a good smoky old fashioned, or yeah, like an old fashioned.
1: Oh, I've actually got like a. um, Kira bought me like a a bottle like smoked maple syrup or whatever. I feel like that could be good to do like an old fashioned, like a like a maple
0: old fashioned. We'll have to experiment with this, man. Yeah, because like I know Crown Royal, like I don't know, it seemed like sacrilege to me when they really branched out. So there's like Crown Royal Apple, Crown Royal Maple. Like okay, I'll give you Crown Royal Maple. Sure, cool. But now they have, like, the whole plethora of flavors. Crown Royal Northern Harvest, though, man, it's, uh, you know, it's good. Is that the one that's, like, it's got the green
1: label? Yeah, yeah.
0: but you got to be careful, because if you aren't paying attention, you'll end up with a bottle of apple, and everyone will hate you. (laughs) (laughs) But that Northern Harvest, like, it scored really well a number of years ago in some whiskey glossary whiskey, and it was a big deal. I don't know if that's a marketing ploy though. Like I feel like I could just call somebody I know in the media, hey, tell them this whiskey I made score huge in a book that I wrote. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well that's the thing. It's like the um yeah, I won an award, but like by who? And who yeah. are these people Yeah, but you know
0: them? what? Hey, hey, like uh, it got me out to try it. And and maybe yeah, it is yeah. awesome, right? Like there's 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 people who are more learned than I. Yeah. And um yeah, but like God, we're so blessed by the amount of distilleries and breweries we have now. Like, um, like Eau Claire Distillery, damn. That's the one I was thinking of when I was like the, all these distilleries that are popping up. Like there's, one at, there's one in Bridgeland now? Yeah. And it's I think it's an old furniture store. <laughs> it's got like the cool intro. Like, I don't know. It's like late 80s, early 90s. Like it's got that, um, shit, I don't want to say it's like, I, I don't know. It almost looks Art Deco, but it's not. It's just like that hard edge. You know, it's like the green the green marble <laughs> with like the gold <laughs> handrails going into it. Yeah. yeah, it's just so like, oh, man. But I, I have yet to go. And then there's a distillery over, over on Blackfoot that I've never been to. i never even heard of it. And I was driving by it the other day. And I'm like, shit, is it, is it ain't good? Is it ain't good? Because I was looking for Christmas presents. And I'm like, oh, right. do I buy somebody something from a distillery I've never had anything from? Because, hey, you're my guinea pig. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me if it's good. If, you know, what if it sucks? I don't want to be the guy who gives that shitty booze
1: gift. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess it, you know. Here, I bought you this gift, but I've never
0: tried it before. I don't know if it's any
1: good. So, you're the guinea pig.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, I gotta say, like, man, this whiskey. So, Brooke, you were there at the start of the uh, Sausage Fest 2020. I'm gonna try some of this this
1: sausage actually. We we haven't eaten any yet,
0: but. Oh man, I've I've had a few. Yeah, yeah, I've been eating this stuff all holiday long, man. Like, <laughs> but like, then that that jelly that. Uh, and your wife came up with there. Oh my god, man, that just that was just the icing on it, man. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, like I put a whole grip of that out and it uh, yeah, it did not it did not stick around for very long. Like yeah. I got some jerky too. Oh man. So I had a I had like two like I had I made a ton of jerky this year too. And so my son, he just was like, Oh sweet jerky on demand. <laughs> So good on him, mean, kinda of beefed up over the holidays by just sanding it on jerky. So good for him, but do you need, like, how do you make jerky? Like, do you need a, so you need a dehydrator or something, right? Well, so I had a dehydrator, and I let it to a friend, and it came back never working again. So I guess keep a grip on your dehydrator. I don't know, it might have been an ill condition when I gave it to him, but, I don't know, I, I like to never take the blame for anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's good with that cheddar, too. Damn.
1: You ready to try some of this? Uh,
0: so there's there's a handful of ways you can do jerky, um, as long as you get the, the slice right. Yeah, um, like the size. Just get a consistent size. Um, you can hit it in your smoker. You can hit it in your oven. I like to hit it in my smoker for about an hour or two, and then either oven finish or dehydrator finish. I gotta get a new dehydrator. So this year, a lot of stuff went through the oven, um, but it did it did get a good solid dose of smoke, for sure. I kind of it's it's kind of a, when you're doing jerky, it's one of the scenarios where I wish I had a bigger smoker because like I only have I only have a very entry level smoker. Like I have a master build electric smoker, not the biggest. Mean machine, yeah. which sounds really weird for a guy who's been on competitive barbecue teams. But, <laughs> you know, our team captain has like every other fucking barbecue you could possibly imagine. So, like, yeah, and, you know, it's fine for my means. Like, and he cooks like a brisket like a couple times a month. I cook like maybe one brisket a year, maybe if that. So I'll do like the odd chicken, turkey, a lot of game meat, though. Yeah. And, and it's perfect for just doing 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 that. Like, I don't know. What are, what are your thoughts? Dude, what are your thoughts on that venison summer?
1: It's it's pretty good. But, and like it seems to go good with the scotch, but then I've had a few scotches now, so I feel like everything will go good with the scotch.
0: Oh, dude, the jelly, the cheese. Yeah. Yeah. It's got,
1: the jelly's got a good kick to it, too. Like, it's spicy.
0: Like It it. does. Well, man, this is going to, okay, so I'm going, I'm going straight.
1: Straight on this one. Yes, that's what I've been doing. Oh, man. Or you can get the... um.
0: That's so I manic. don't know if I have them anymore. The You get, cubes? The, you
1: get the cute, like the, what you put in your freezer,
0: like the stones. Yeah, I have those, and you know I almost never use them. I never use them. Yeah, yeah like they seem like such a cool, like hip idea. And you know what? I'm, I'm sure they're great for guys who like a little bit of a colder drink and don't want the unadulterated. Yeah. Like, I don't know, let so just say you like uh, cold whiskey, but you don't want it on the rocks. You don't want the melt. There's like a meat. certain temperature that they... They say,
1: they, I don't know who they
0: yeah, are. Yeah, them, uh, the royal them, yeah. yeah.
1: Like, like what? there's a certain temperature you're supposed to bring scotch to. I don't know.
0: I remember the first time I was, at, I was at a wedding in Montreal, and somebody, I was like, oh, can I get you a drink? And they're like, yeah, I'll have a whiskey neat. I'm like, I don't even know what the hell that is. That's how young I was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what the hell is that? So <laughs> so I was like, hey, can I get some neat whiskey? What the hell? <laughs>
1: uh, I don't know if this is right between 15 and 18 degrees Celsius. I don't know, but I just, I just remember like the first time I got those, the rocks. I thought it'd be a lot colder, but it's it's really not. It just they're but they're meant to bring it to a certain temperature.
0: Oh, well, I is that a fair amount the other and day? And not
1: water it down.
0: And they have Dalmore, they have
1: Dalmore, and
0: uh, so it's like I don't know the Oak Room or something. I can't remember what the place is called. So I, I order I order a Scotch, and they're like they give you all the options, and some of them I had never even heard of. And I'm like, can I just get it on the rocks? And they're like, okay. Yeah. But they give you your rocks on the side so that you can either wait for your rocks to melt so you can have a cold water like meat right. or you can have the straight up rocks. <laughs> and I was I was I was pretty pumped on that, man, like because I've been to whiskey rooms before that didn't even do that for you. Yeah. Yeah. So that was those. Oh, man, this is actually quite good. I know now that like I think
1: maybe this is one of those ones you have to drink after you've already had a few.
0: I wonder if it's but, because the venison too. Though. Like, man, does that pair well with the venison?
1: Well, also, and like the habanero jelly, like, it's just it's so spicy that it almost like dulls your taste buds a little.
0: I don't feel the kick. I feel it's it's a little more like in the throat, I guess. I don't know. I don't God. feel
1: that aftertaste like I used
0: to. You know what? The oaky, the white oak is is very much more subdued.
1: Yeah, this is actually really good now.
0: Man, this is deadly. <laughs> I think you might have to share that one for man. for something else. <laughs> It's so, really good. It's, so the
1: key is to just have a few so you drink this
0: later, I guess. You just don't start with it. I think that was our mistake last time. You know, it goes well with the spice, like the casual spice. Mhm. The the jelly. Like damn. I'm uh, I'm quite liking that. I'm quite enjoying that, dude. Like uh wow. I'm trying not to make dead space on the air here, but damn. Yeah, I'm just kind of so, so we're so some random in a liquor store's like, well, hey, so I don't know,
1: yeah, I guess. I mean, he worked there. Like, I don't know, it's it's hard to tell if you can trust if they know what they're talking about or not.
0: Yeah, I was but dressed like a total shitball.
1: But, I like, what you do is, like, I always do the same thing. I'll go in and I'll be like, okay, I like this, this, and then, like, I like Glenn Moranji original or 10-year, I like Glenn or Livet, like And he's like, okay, if you like that, try this. And I'm usually open-minded enough. Where I'm like, okay. Because I think, don't know what I want. Like, I just want to try something different sometimes.
0: It's so. getting harder and harder, too, though, Like because there's a lot of, like, go-to stores like there's the liquor store close to us that we all know it used to be the old government one yeah and um man their their stockpile has been picked over and especially now is the worst time to try to find something good because the, all the shelves in well at least liquor stores in canada are gone <laughs> anyway this time of year yeah but, the, um, but man so is that uh that will park there like way down south there and I was dressed like a bum. I'm wearing like a shitty old like Kevlar hunting pants out on. I think I had a flannel on. I looked like a just total scumbag. And I'm poking around in like the super expensive areas of the store where there's like a red velvet rope to get into. And this one was like, "Can I help?" <laughs> like in this super pretentious voice. <laughs> and I tell him exactly what I want. And I was like, "Okay, I'm looking for something like this. A little, yeah, with a little bit of this flavor, and I want a bottle of this." And um, man, he uh, he kind of looked at me for a bit, and I was like, "Uh huh." <laughs> and then he went, and got it and he's super polite after that. Right. Like I get it. he probably sees a whole bunch of lurkers wandering around. Yeah, really. It really shouldn't be. But yeah. Yeah. So we spent some dough. This guy is worth it. You know, I'm uh, I'm hoping for some positive returns on that. I think
1: I think Willow Park, too. Like, I think that's where um, my wife found this Centauri whiskey because you can you can order it online like you can order from Willow Park. Okay. Online, they'll deliver to you. This
0: is this is by no way an ad. We uh, yeah, this, this is just, not sponsored. This is just for those in our local area. Or I guess anywhere in Alberta, really. Like, um, yeah, I don't know how far they can. Yeah, like because I haven't been there for years, but I remember uh, I used to run a bar and we used to order all our stuff from them, right? So it was just it was just easy as to to get them done. But like, man, it is a compound when yeah. you go in there. Like as far as liquor stores are concerned, it is a compound, but. You you go in there and it's like a scene out of a zombie movie, you know, where people are like going to the grocery store. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like like it was a holiday time. All the staff were dressed up. They were super helpful. Yeah, y- y- you know, so like we're being y- very specific to to Calgary, I guess, in terms of what we're. Well, we're we're a southern Alberta <laughs> show. We we're we're pretty global in some sense, but in other senses, wow, man, we're yeah, we're we're Alberta as can be. Even though today, man, we're <laughs> we're in drink. We got like a good cross section. <laughs> Oh, yeah, no, we we just talked about our love of Alberta whiskey. We don't even have a single one on the table right now.
1: Yeah, like where's the? So the JP Weiser one. I'll I'll bring that one out. Uh, I just don't know where like where they make it. I think it's I think I it's, it's gotta be in Ontario.
0: Probably, yeah. JP. Yeah, like oh man. So uh, this friend of mine. One time we were flying to Vegas, and uh and country. Yeah, Doctor Country. Uh, <laughs> so like him and I, we're going to, we're going out to Vegas. Like last minute trip. So we're staying at the Flamingo. Our whole room is pink. It's just awful. Like it looks like. Mm-hmm. It looks like Barbie, just like expl- like we were in Barbie's Malibu dream home. That's how, But anyway, it was yeah. aw- it was an awesome trip. It was super fun. So we were down there for shot show, and um, so we get a room, we get our passes. Uh, Ontario, yep. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's not terrible. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so we go and there's like these sixty pounders of Wisers, like just the standard Wisers at uh, duty free, yeah. going in the vase for nothing. Dude, it was like nineteen bucks for sixty. And we're like, oh, we can send that in three, four days. no problem. So we get it. So we both get a bottle. And um, so so it's Vegas. So like my wife and I, when we go, we we just you know, we get like half half filled colas and we yeah. <laughs> pour it up and walk around the strip like a real tourist. Like I know that sounds greasy, but it's it's Vegas, right? Like, so you can do kind of whatever. I don't want to say you can do whatever you want, but like anyway, that's just kind of what you do. But you can only find Pepsi. Uh and and I don't know what it is. Pepsi just does not mix well with rye. And we had these two 60 pounders and we finished one and a quarter and we still had two days left and we couldn't touch the other Wisers. That's how grossed out we were. But <laughs> like, 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 <laughs> like I couldn't do it then. I, like, I didn't drink a ton of Wisers before this, maybe, because it was always like they always had great commercials, but it was never something I really saw in the liquor store a whole bunch. No, no. Like you could probably look for it and find it, but it's it's in
1: the same shelf as like the, you know, the crown royal and the Canadian club and Jack Daniels and everything else. It's, it's, yeah,
0: but I think I would always buy something other than it.
1: Yeah. Same. Like you never think of, of it. Like they've got that one, they've got the commercial, right? And then they, they kind of, yeah. they
0: had a a great series of commercials about being fancy, man. Yeah. yeah, Like, and I think that was right around the time that, that ended. You know, there's the commercial where the guy doesn't want to hold his wife's purse while she's shopping, so he brings it like a yeah, grocery yeah, store yeah. bag and like, puts it so it looks like he's holding you know, a store <laughs> bag. And I'm like, man, that's a clever commercial. Like, it's super funny. But the deal was so cheap on these 60s. Like, it was like 25 30 bucks maybe. Yeah. Like, that's an insane price. We're like, okay, shit. We're buying these. Okay, cool. Why not? Yeah, we're going to have a ton. Man. <laughs> I've never <laughs> left booze behind. That was That was one of the saddest moments yeah Uh, in my connoisseur life and uh i remember country like dude is is it just me i'm like i don't know i thought it was just me dude
1: (laughs) no man i uh i never would have thought like it it didn't seem like it was um anything special but then so this the one that i have like the red letter one i've somebody like so i went like they they did a tasting they're like um so the one time i went i it wasn't a a tasting they're do you want to try this one? Just here's a, here's a little sample of it. And I tried yeah. it and like, yeah, it's like really buttery. And I'm like, yeah, like it is. It's delicious. I, I think
0: you gifted me a bottle of I it. Did. You? Yeah. And it did not last long. So yeah. I, I think it's one of those things, man. Like, I don't know if it was just the, the type of wisers we had or just like the scenario or who knows, but yeah. it was just uh, man. It really put me off for a while. And I remember you gave me the bottle, and I was like, I don't know, dude. I'm a little bit wary of Wyatt. Yeah, it's I'm a little bit Why, Like I'm weary of Wisers because I'm I'm yeah. wiser to Wisers, and you were yeah. like, dude, trust me, give it a chance. So I did, and it was. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I don't know if you can find it anymore. Like I think they they released a limited run in twenty. I don't I, know. I think I've seen the odd box of it because it comes in like kind of like a, a little box, yeah. You know, like a that's how box. you know it's fancy is it's in a box. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, it's yeah. good stuff though. Damn. Yeah. Like, like I will, I will give it to them. That is it. You know what? And it, I think maybe it's just maybe Wiser isn't as prevalent out here. I don't. Yeah, probably not. Like, like I, again, like yeah, I never would have bought it. Maybe I'm just I, not used to it. Had or I tried it. To it. Like yeah. God, I remember being in Australia and you go to those drive-through liquor stores and I'm looking for bottles of booze, like hard alcohol. Yeah. And in the state I was in, I was in New South Wales, so you couldn't find it anywhere. Or at least any liquor stores I went to, so they had everything was pre-mixed. So the Kane Club was pre-mixed in six-pack cans, like kind of like Stampede does. Right. And right, right. Um, so I'm like, okay, cool. So I bought like 12 of them in a can, and I drank all 12 of them, and I was stone-cold sober. <laughs> 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 and all these Aussies are looking at me like, oh, man. like you know, just being all Aussie. And I'm just like, no, legit. I don't think there was any booze in that. And I just look like the biggest like caveman alcoholic. <laughs> 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 Of all time, and I was so bummed out about those premixes because I remember premix really tried to kick off here probably uh, yeah. like 15 16 years ago back when uh was it Canadian Club and uh g yeah, you get yeah, the bottles yeah. at Canadian Club and Ginger Ale, which I don't know, I don't know, I think that's also like a BC or an Ontario thing, like because I don't know anybody who drinks uh Ryan Ginger, uh, most people it's Ryan Coke. Oh, no, I don't know, I feel like Ryan Ginger is a common enough thing i'll I'll i think it it is in canada but i don't think it is in calgary Mm, calgary's in canada i know but like (laughs) sorry the rest of canada (laughs) sorry rest of canada but like i don't know maybe i'm just so insular but like i I see it more in ontario i see it more in bc yeah i used to i I used to drink it a lot more but yeah i'm i'm kind of
1: i'm actually more of a like if i'm drinking a highball it's like rum and coke now like dark rum or spiced rum
0: yeah oh man i got a kraken I'll
1: drink uh, I've been drinking Kraken.
0: Was it Bamboo? Bamboo? We had it on the show a couple episodes ago, right around launch. So it's like that pirate bottle of rum. Oh yeah. So yeah, my yeah. father-in-law, that's his brand. That's that's yeah. his brand and I guess they've really branched out So they have uh they have tons and tons of it now. Fuck, that's good. And man. um we had these friends over for dinner at Christmas. And my father-in-law, it was a small small gathering. Like I think there were six of us. Yeah. And uh so anyway, these friends of ours, their whole family is out in Montreal, so like, well, where are we, so we invite them over, and, and father-in-law just starts pouring this, and he's like, this is life-changing. <laughs> 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 send me sent me a picture the other day. It's like two bottles that he sent me a picture the other day. It's just one bottle. <laughs> yeah, that's like, yeah. I, I, I quite like, I like, I really like dark rum. I really like dark rum. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of the only rum, I, like
1: I'm not really big into rum in general, but like if I if I do you know, I'll mix it and it's either a dark rum or like a spice rum I
0: can't That's do like, spice anymore man I can't do spiced like uh I just can't I didn't even make moose milk this year dude that we had last year I can't. oh fuck yeah cause like cause it, it's just it, such a massive pile of liquor explain what moose milk is it's uh it's a 40 of Kahlua it's a 40 of vodka it's a 20 of Amaretto it's a 40 of Lamb's Navy Dark <laughs> I know I'm forgetting something. Ice cream. You okay. melt four, You melt a four-gallon tub of super creamy vanilla ice cream. You add four liters of eggnog. You let it melt, then you mix it, and it is the creamiest, most delicious shit you'll ever have. <laughs> and now, like, in liquor stores in Canada, you can get, like, a liqueur called Moose milk, but it's just like Kahlua and vodka in ice cream eggnog mix. Which isn't like entire like you gotta add, like you have to have like four or five boozes in it to make it authentic. But like they'll yeah. say this, there are no hard and fast rules when it comes to moose milk. So like I've yeah, I've learned yeah. that from you. Yeah, and the Canadian <laughs> false is like every unit has their own little twist. I remember when you're the like we had some guy who's I don't know, he's like Yugoslavian origin or something, so you decided to add whatever the Yugoslavian booze was, and we had a bunch of guys who served on UN missions in Yugoslavia. So we're like, ah, put that shit in there. So they did and I don't I don't remember the rest of the fucking <laughs> I remember dinner was p- delayed by two and a half hours, which is a problem. Yeah. And then I think I, like, woke up crying in my uniform covered in puke. But that's... <laughs> it was part of the course.
1: Man, I I know, like, now that I'm getting older, like, the hangovers are just getting worse and worse. Like, I, I can't... And I don't think it's the same for you. Like, I, I think you can handle your liquor a lot better than I can. But I... Uh, like, sometimes... I'll have like three beers now and I'm hung over the next day. What?
0: Dude. Yeah. Oh, so there's this, uh, there's this show on Netflix that, uh, that my wife and I watched and it was about hangovers and it was about drinking culture in the UK. Which, I don't know it's fairly analogous to Canada, like yeah. very culturally similar. So, um, we watched it and in it, they were one of the things they were doing, they were testing all the myths and it's this doctor, right? And he's like, okay, well yeah. if you eat before? Like, what if you do this? What if you do this? So, I you didn't know one of five people are immune to hangovers for a certain amount of booze and my wife just, raged on me and just gave me like the most aggressive charlie horse punches every time it got mentioned yeah because like her and her and i will like have some wine i'll drink way more than her and i'll wake up the next day and i'll just be like oh man i feel like i was drinking last night brush my teeth and i'll be fine and she'll be just written off for a day and a half
1: that's me too like i know you you can be blackout puking drunk and then the next day you're fine like
0: yeah, yeah, I'm a mutant in that sense. There are <laughs> times where I can get a hangover, though, for for sure, for sure. A HDP, I can totally get them. But like, so what?
1: What was the what was the myth then? Or like, um, what were they trying to? So
0: one of the, one of the things they were doing is, um, so they they did like a experiment at this one brewery. So they got everybody who worked at the brewery. So they gave um, oh shit, what the hell? They gave elderflower pills, elderflower pills. So there was um, there was some. Um, evidence like it's anecdotal because the study's not large enough so they had their control group who got nothing they had one group who drank x amount of water they had one group that had like the heavy english breakfast in the morning they had another group yeah blah 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 blah. right but the um but there was a statistical uh significance between the people who took elder the night before drinking and hangovers but they also had to work in like math like like it was pretty interesting the way they did it like i'm trying to remember the name of the show Hopefully it's still on there. Like it was really good. Like like it's a quick watch. It's like forty five minutes. Like yeah. under an hour. And it was pretty cool because like the, the guy tests um, the limit. So he has a dinner, then he would drink a sh- he drank a shitload of wine. Well, like I don't know, he drank a bunch of wine with this person who didn't have the same dinner. Yeah. So like, God, what a bummer of an experiment. Hey, hey, you know You got to watch me eat this great <laughs> meal. And uh, one of the things he found was his peak. Like he didn't. So they had the same amount of alcohol and they were the same body weight. So he didn't peak at the same level of blood alcohol and his blood alcohol level was lower over time as well. So there is some evidence like if you eat before like so that that um, that slows the um uh I guess the digestion in inge- well digestion of alcohol. So it slows down that process. So you know, it's is fascinating to see because this guy's a medical doctor going out and doing it. I'm I'm not giving anybody advice on doing anything. Yeah. If You're drinking, don't drive, etc. But you know, they live in a place where it's much easier. Like they have 24 hour transit, they have this, that, and the other. Yeah. Thank God for Uber, man. Oh my God! Like <laughs> I remember times where I couldn't get a cab. I was like, okay, it looks like I'm walking two and a half hours home. <laughs> so like,
1: yeah, it's it's um it's always been a challenge to get a cab here
0: in Calgary. Yeah, yeah, it is one of the worst days for. Okay, so wait, okay. we've moved on to something new now.
1: Uh, we're gonna go Anok, the twelve year Um Yeah, straight. Yeah. Well, you can get an ice cube if you. No, ready, no,
0: no. You, you know what? Cube. If you're doing this straight, I don't want to get different flavor notes.
1: How's that? <sighs> Good enough. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, this one I really like this one. Again, this is like this is a, uh, you know, like sixty dollar Canadian. You know,
0: can I say this? It smells like s'mores.
1: Uh, let's see. Do we have the?
0: No, 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 Wait, wait! Smell! Don't run! Don't run! <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay, well, I guess this is the game you're playing. Then I'll, I'll be the the, quiz, kind of the quiz master. It's kind of chocolatey. Uh, what were the? A <laughs>
0: little bit of pepper. Keep,
1: Keep going. going. Keep going. Okay. No. Um, I I've noticed like so the a
0: slight hint of smoke. There is a little bit of smoke. Um, yeah. Um, Man, and you know what? I'm not gonna lie. I'm so stuck on banana, honey, and lemon. That that wait, like wait, that's wait, oh. the same. Uh, the the Glenmorangie was the same thing too. Yeah, like, okay. like honey and lemon. Okay. I guess like that's a lemon is in like okay. Think of pledge and smell it. <laughs> You've just ruined it. <laughs> oh, dude, <I> <laughs> So you feel like you're drinking pledge now? <laughs> it's it's all right. You're right. I did ruin it. Yeah. Think I mean, of pledge. That's the lemon I smell. Like, it's Ugh. that subtle? It smells like lemon pledge on, on, uh, on like a hardwood furniture. God damn it. Is it that, is it too accurate?
1: Yeah, I kind of don't like this now. It's kind of, I am gross. sorry, dude. I'm sorry, dude. I am <laughs> super sorry. No, 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 no. This is kind of fun. Like, this is, uh, interesting. <laughs> it's kind of interesting to,
0: you know, experiment. we should sure always do a part one and part two where we come back to them and we drink them in reverse order. Yeah. Because like we've done nothing to clear our palate other than just eat meat and jelly. Yeah.
1: Because this is, well, yeah, because we're drinking the one that I didn't like initially or not. neither of us really liked because we both tried it, and now we're drinking. So now we like that one and we're drinking the Anok, which I really like, but now it's kind of gross. It's not gross, know. but it's just, it's not, it's, it's got a weird aftertaste to it. Now. It's
0: different. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder if it's just like um, the. Combo- I know you're supposed to like. Like I've been on these tastings where like um they'll they'll give you like lemon or something yeah. to bite in or like, I'll, I'll have, like a of tartar. Yeah, 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 just to kind of clear your palate a little bit, or you drink a shitload of water. We're not I being very one. like methodical, or no, but this is this is befitting our status as rank amateurs. Yep, exactly. That's all right though.